And now moving on to our third guest, who I'm very excited about, my good friend, an amazing organizer, um, ex-person who is detained by ICE, Marcial Morales. Marcial, are you with us? Yes, I am. Thank you for having me. Yes, welcome. So Marcial quickly was um, spent, how long did you spend? Two years in ICE detention? Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, the last past two years in ICE detention and uh, definitely got released. He spent two years in ICE detention and was at wit's end and brave enough to start a hunger strike while he was in ICE detention in New Jersey um, at Bergen County Jail and was released um, on hunger strike because of a variety of reasons, but also how frail of a condition he was in. And and. After Marcial went on strike and was released, a wave of hunger strikes, which are still happening, have um, been been going on in New Jersey and beyond. Um, guys have been on strike for 40 days, long time. And, and Marcial has had a really big part in communicating with them from the outside since he's been released and helping lead these hunger strikes and inform people about how to how to do that, how to be on strike, what your rights are. So we're so happy to have you here. Um, let's start out, Marcial, by you talking just a little bit about what it was like organizing in detention, organizing a hunger strike, and then how it's been organizing them or helping to organize them on the outside now that you're out. Well, the out, when I was inside, it was a little easier because I was there. I was doing it with them. I was encouraging them to, you know, to fight for their rights. And um, now doing it from the outside is a little hard because it's just the phone and um, they, uh, well, the, these officers on this uh, detention center, they attack them really brutal, trying to make them quick the hunger strike or try to like uh make them to lose like the hope to get released so it's, it has been hard but i'm so happy that uh, quite a few of them got back to their families i'm so happy for that mm-hmm. and what was the longest you saw somebody go without or spoke with someone who was going without food uh for uh three months three right. months straight uh, mm-hmm. This guy that he wasn't able to walk and um, he had to start eating because uh, one, uh, he was first a hunger strike in, in Bergen County and then he was transferred to uh, to Crown, Miami and uh, I took him for a court day. They give him a court day and the judge ordered that he had to eat. Other than that, they were, they were going to like force feed him. So he had to eat after three months. Right. And speaking of Miami, um, let's backtrack a little bit. So Marcial was in detention at Bergen County Jail. That's in New Jersey. There are no people in detention in New York City. There's a law about that. We don't have detention centers around here, jails that have contracts with ICE. So people are either sent upstate to Buffalo or they're sent across the river to Jersey. So they're sent to Bergen County Jail, which has a contract with ICE, Hudson County Jail, which has a contract with ICE, or they used to be sent to Essex County Jail, which has a a contract with ICE as well. Now, Essex County Jail recently ended their contract with ICE after a lot of public pressure to do so. And the organizing really of people like Marcial had a huge part in that. And and when they closed down detention at Essex County Jail, they um, 
didn't have to do this, but they, instead of releasing people with ankle bracelets, they transferred everybody out um, to places like Miami, like Buffalo. So tell us about the guys who have been transferred to Miami and what they're doing now. Well, they call me almost every day. They are like hopeless uh, out there because uh this uh these places are out of nowhere maybe if you don't know them you just go down google and go and see those places are out of nowhere they're like kind of scared to fight these cases some of them just gave up and said okay deport me and a few of them are doing a hunger strike their hunger strike right now in gladys and um i heard they're gonna start one in um in um and chrome too so where's that's chrome? The, is in uh, Miami too. Okay, and so tell us how many people started the strike in Gladys, in Miami. Well, the last last time I had uh, the was like uh, start like six of them, and okay. right now I think I only have like two or three left. I haven't had the update for the past two days, but was like two or three left. Um, the hunger strike the started in Gladys, and um, now in Miami there is no one, but I'm, I. Uh, they have uh, some um, some rumors they will start another one up there because uh, the system right now is designed to make them they lose their uh, their cases there is no way for them to get out unless they start fighting back yeah i know it's not a legal strategy but it's it, it can release you it, you get released uh doing that i got released myself and i told them you know if i got released you can get released too but it's hard. It's hard. You have to understand that when you do that, you just put your life on the limbo. You don't yeah. know that if you're going to die, you're going to survive. Myself, for example, I make the decision or or they release me alive or dead, but I, I have to get out of here. And thank God it worked for me and thank for God. my other people too. Yeah. And uh, and we have, you said uh, there's some guys who got transferred from Essex up to Buffalo, which, you know, also, I mean, Miami is obviously very far from family and support, but Buffalo is also far from family and support. Not many people can go take the bus to Buffalo to visit their loved one. Um, but you said they were, they're doing a, a hunger strike up there too. And uh, you've had some recent problem with trying to get in touch with some of them who've been on strike, right? Can you explain that? Yes, I, well, again, I use one of them. He, I was in contact constantly with him, telling him what to do, what they cannot do to him. And apparently they blocked the, the communication between me and him. So now I'm not allowed to talk to him. And this is the way they do now. They try to cut the communication from the outsiders because they know now that we are encouraged them to do, you know, what they what they have to do, it will work. Definitely, it will work. They don't want a dead body in their uh, installation. So, but now they are cutting the communication. So they are not allowed to make calls or send message on the tablet. Whoever goes on hunger strike, so it's, it's making it even harder for them. And Marcial has had this experience a lot of, you know, jails, different jails in different states and different counties blocking his number because they know that he's helping people. Um, obviously, this is not constitutional. Now, Marcel, we, we need to wrap it up in about a minute, but, but, you know, sometimes people get released like you, sometimes people are transferred to places like Miami or Arkansas and lose hope. And 
um, you know, off, go back to their country, take the deportation order. Sometimes people don't take the order and they're deported anyway. And um, I know this is tough to talk about, but you recently had a friend who was deported to Guatemala. And just so people understand the gravity of the situation, could you tell us what happened when he was deported to Guatemala? Yes, I had. Uh, well, I was I, I was in detention with this guy and he said, no, I'm just going to go back to Guatemala and maybe come back or just go live my life. Uh, uh, four months later, he got killed. Then my other friend who I used to work with him before I got arrested, got deported to. And um, months later, he got he got killed. So it's, it's hard for like take the decision to go back to our country because we don't know what was going to happen to us. And so many of them has been the last decision, go back to their country and never come back. They they got killed. It's, it's hard to, you know, to talk now to their families, their kids, and we know they're, they're, they're dead. It's very hard for me, but, you know, it's very unfortunately that we cannot do much about it, you know? Yeah, well... We could support people like you. Um, thank you so much, Marcial, for speaking with us. I would love to have you back on again, and, and I hope you have um, a decent rest of your day. Thank you so much for having me. Have a nice day. Okay, you, you too. Yeah, we'll talk to you soon. That wraps it up for this hour. Thank you to Cleveland, to Derek, to Marcial, to Reggie, our audio engineer, um, and to all of our listeners. If you would like to donate again, that number is 212-209-2950 or go online to give the number two WBAI.org. And I will leave you with John Coltrane's I'm Old Fashioned. Enjoy. Enjoy.